It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know how steamy it is, but yeah. <laughs> My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly, because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's happening, Evan? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing very well, very well. feel good this morning. Feel real feeling good. good. Yeah, I'm feeling good too. Are you in, are you feeling good because you're in the spirit? No, I'm feeling good because I'm alive. How about that? Every day. <laughs> oh, Every so you saying it's not a seasonal thing for you, huh? No, no, no. Can't make it seasonal. Can't just be feeling good around Christmas time. That don't work. That 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 no, that. No. So you 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 do it all year long, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That way it means so much more. You understand? So much more. Well, you know, that's right. That's exactly how it should be. People often say, um, people often say, you know, I I don't uh, participate in holidays. You know, I, I I do this all year long. And what I find is those very same people. If the holiday didn't come, they wouldn't even do it. You know, actually, a family member of mine used to say that. He ain't do nothing all year long. Ain't celebrate Mother's Day, Father's Day, uh, nothing. He ain't do nothing for nobody but himself. And, 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 his, excuse, and his excuse was, I do this all year. What? What? Yeah, exactly. That's what you do. You don't recognize nobody but yourself. <laughs> so they didn't put it on the calendar. You know, some people won't even do it. Now, it's good that for people who do do it all year, you know, you give and it's in your heart that they do the right thing and they love on everybody and open your doors. You know, there are some people who do do that all year long. Like my mom, I just thought about her when I said that. That that was her all year long. She's always opening up her doors, feeding people. You know, that was that was my mom. And that's more in the spirit of being like the Creator, being like Christ. Uh, there were no special times about. Uh, the significance of giving or being a blessing, as we talked about in our previous shows, uh, being a blessing all the time, not just part-time or when you feel like it, but that should be an all-the-time situation. You know, you want to be blessed all the time, do you not? So why not be, be a blessing and get, be in the spirit of giving and not just at Thanksgiving or Christmas time? You understand? I, I understand better now. So we're going to move on with our topic uh, this morning, 
And let us remind our listeners that this uh, show is open to you. So if you uh, feel free to, if you want to comment, press the number one so we can put you in queue so that your opinions uh, can be heard. We welcome all opinions like ours, unlike ours. As long as you're respectful, do call in. We want to hear from you. It's about the holidays. This show is about you and your beliefs. So our topic today is perpetuating Santa Claus. Who is the Santa character? Who is the Santa character? Hmm. Really want to know. <laughs> yeah, I, I grew I I grew up believing in, in Santa, uh, and I didn't live in a house. I grew up in an apartment, and I grew up, you know, thinking that he would fly over on 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 our balcony. And he would um, bring gifts, so we didn't have a fireplace. So right. I, you know, and then it got to a point, I, you know, when you start thinking, like, how he gonna get us? How he gonna the door lock? How he gonna get in? The cookies would be gone, the milk would be drank, and uh, <laughs> so I grew up in the believing of Santa. And, I, and I'm gonna tell you something. Tell you something. My Christmas was magical growing up. They were. They 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 were magical. It, it was um, it, it it was a good thing. And I grew up a Christian. I grew up in church. My mom and family members grew up in church, and 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 Santa was a part of our Christmas tradition. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay. You know, it's interesting that you state that because I was in doing the research as we so often do to support everything that we discuss and things of that nature. I ran into a quote, an article by a lady named Jacqueline Woolley, in reference to children and the big controversy. About deceiving children uh, The adults That children count on To provide reliable information About the world Introduce them to Santa Then his existence is affirmed By friends Books, TV and movies It is also validated By hard evidence The half eaten cookies That you just talked about The empty milk glasses by the tree on Christmas morning In other words Children do a great job of scientifically evaluating Santa, and adults do a great job of duping them. (laughs) (laughs) To be duped is to be led astray, (laughs) hoodwinked, bamboozled, you know, as Malcolm X so eloquently stated some of those words, you know, (laughs) (laughs) to be duped. Yeah, I think that um, I did some research on it, too, and I actually had started some conversation and created a buzz about it on Facebook and other um, blogs about, you know, Santa and and what his purpose was and, and, and what he did and, and the whole thing. And, 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 of course, history tells us that this myth has been around since, what, it was like the 18th or 19th century, that has been around. It, it's practiced in, in various parts, not just of the country, but uh, of the world, you know, that um, people participate in this myth and how long it's been around. And I guess the, the belief initially was that, you know, it was to um, tell children that, you know, it was created for children and that, that they, if they were good, then uh, Santa would come and see them and, and bring them gifts. And the kids would, would, you know, I just try to practice being good. They would make Christmas lists and, and mail letters to Santa uh, 
telling him what they wanted. Um, I want a new bike. I want this and that. And I actually put the letters in the mail. And the parents would participate and walk the kids to the mailbox and put in the mail. And, and, and the post office, you know, even today would say how many, how much mail they get, you know, undeliverable mail. Because the kids are put to Santa Claus and the North Pole. And uh, right. so that, that mail is just trash, you know, because <laughs> there is no, you know, uh, box. Well, not to my knowledge, there's no address for Santa. A friend of mine uh, had stated that, I, and, and up until this very moment, I couldn't really understand where he was going with it. I hope, was hoping that he would call in to the show, but he, um, I guess for that reason, the kids are asking Santa for these things, and maybe he felt they should be praying to someone else or to God or to their mom. You know, I, I don't know, but he had a strong opinion about this part, and I was hoping that he would call into the show to um, state, uh, you know, his uh, his belief on, on that aspect. But, I mean, you didn't grow up in, um, you didn't grow up with the beliefs of Santa, right? You grew up as a Jehovah Witness, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and what and what's the belief aspect when it puts a Jehovah's Witness? The belief aspect based on Santa is that he does not exist and that that gift-giving and charitable spirit exists and should exist in your heart every day, not just a certain time of the year or a certain way that you do things. And you find that people have bought into that overall. Uh, you find more people that do it just this special time of year, which is discouraging because you should be... Uh, you know, and just like we ask God for everything else, you know, it's not just this time, you know, it, it's all the time. So we grew up understanding that, um, you know, it's just like having a difference of opinion. And some people don't, you know, I know people that are non-Christians or people who are Christians that also, you know, non-affiliated with Jehovah's Witnesses, but who don't believe in the Santa theory and so forth and the different uh, characters or elements of his existence, so-called uh, Whatever, you know. Um, however, we didn't grow up that way, and you can understand why as an adult and how it's now still perceived as something that people teach their kids that's not true, you know. So, so, never, so you don't, do you, so what What do you, so what are you teaching your children? Do you guys believe in the chance of coming to your house? Well, unfortunately, um, my daughter <laughs> did because of her mother. Um, however, you know, it's just like millions of other children who, you know, you know, and not growing up in the same home with, you know, both parents and so forth. Uh, she believed it for a while, but, you know, when they get to this age, you know, my girls are 10 now, they understand okay. what the real problem right. is. And now that Santa ain't coming over no balcony. Santa ain't, he too fat to sit down to my chimney. Um, and this person that you only talk to, only write letters to once a year, they now know where this stuff comes from. That if you want a list, they know that, that that parents go out and get it. If you behave and you'll get it. If not, you won't have any type of uh, celebratory effect to, you know, gift giving and so forth. And also, you know, we grew up learning to give back. So kids also are doing that now. You know, they're being able to give gifts back to, you know, the real people that they understand. Go out and get them these things when they behave and they do what they're supposed to do. Then this is a special reward time, which is cool, you know. So that's how that goes. So do you think that so do you think that this little white lie that Santa exists is has a negative impact on the kids or 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 not? 
Mm, it depends on who you ask. For me personally, um, the instant the, the the instant oatmeal answer would be probably not if you have well-rounded children um, who understand what's going on and they can separate the difference as my girls can at a certain point, certain age. It doesn't really, you know, affect them negatively. Um, I just think it's so, possible. So you, think, you think the little, so you think the little white lie is okay? You think it's okay to tell a little white lie? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Uh, I don't want that to be misconstrued by any degree of the uh, thought process or imagination. Uh, it's not okay to ever lie. Um, but if that's what you're doing, then you don't understand that that's what you're doing. That's one thing. But that leads itself to a whole other school of thought and another topic for another time, quite frankly. But it's never okay to lie. I don't care what kind of lie you're telling. Um, but in that sense of it, when she, since you put it like that, I'm never in agreement with it. Um, but I don't think it's damaging to the degree that other lies can be. Um, and I think that's what people found that whole school of thought on, or their principle about that, is that it's not going to damage them greatly. Once they know the truth, then it's fine. Some people, when you find out the truth about other things that you've been lied to about, it's very hurtful, harmful, and can even cause people's lives. So to that degree, that's a difference, but it's never okay to lie about anything, um, point blank, period. So. Like I said, when you think about it like that, and oftentimes we don't think about things to their most serious degree, which causes a detrimental effect. Um, some kids are hurt by, you know, they once they see the real deal, or the Santa that green is that there is no Santa. Um, when they fully believe it, it can cause, you know, little arguments with kids. Or, Santa does exist, ah, whatever. But no, it's not okay to lie. You since you put it in that perspective. Because I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading uh, a comment now that parents have to lie about Santa Claus and that it's not just one lie. The lie has to grow. And the person says in order to get kids to believe in Santa Claus, it's not enough to commit a couple of simple lies and move on. As with any lie, it's necessary to construct more and more elaborate lies to support the first lie. Because she said, for instance, when they have questions about Santa, you have to um, pretend that he came, uh, you know, it, it, and it don't matter what time the child wake up in the middle of the night, you know how to, you got those ones who are just curious, and they determine they're going to catch him, right? They determine I'm going to catch him, I'm going to be here waiting. You know, they're watching the door, they're watching, as me, I was watching the balcony, you know, if you got a, mm-hmm. if you have a fireplace, you're watching that too, because you think you're just going to, the child think they're going to catch him. And the moment they wake up, it's like, oh, I just missed them. And they think, well, next year I'll catch them. I was one of those kids, you know. And so uh, for that, uh, this woman says that you have to continue uh, telling the lie. Mm-hmm. You are perpetuating uh, the lie. And so for this person, she feels that it is not, um, it's not healthy uh, to do that. So right. we should discourage lying to, to our kids. Another comment that we have is these are people who are anti Santa. Uh as your wife say the Scrooges. <laughs> uh, she she said there uh, the reward and punishment system is is, is, is uh unjust and she indicates because children are th- thought that to be good, um, 
you know, Santa comes, you have to be naughty or nice. And if you're bad, you won't get anything. And if you're a good child, you're nice, then, you know, you will be rewarded for your um, behavior and, and your conduct. And she said, and, and doing this, you have your children, they are... Um, they are, you know, they try to avoid doing wrong out of fear of punishment. Mm-hmm. And she said, this kind of control is not healthy. Now, I don't understand. I do understand, but I, I think, in my personal opinion, I think that children should fear some sort of disciplinary action for their conduct, whether it's Santa ain't coming or the belt coming or punishment. Somebody, right. something needs to be coming because Absolutely. we need... <laughs> So um, that's fear control. You know, I, I, um, I, I, that's her opinion, and we respect her opinion, but I respectfully uh, disagree with that part. The thing that's very interesting here, and, um, you know, reading over this research and so forth and looking at what we were just talking about a little earlier was uh, what some people say that Santa represents the Christmas spirit, where people um, don't make that crossover in the information that they give to their kids. I'm going to read this uh, statement here. It says, others, however, see no harm in the belief in Santa Claus. Psychologist Tamar uh, Merkover uh, said that because it is a cultural, not a parental lie, it does not undermine parental trust. The New Zealand skeptics also see no harm in parents telling their children that Santa is real. Spokesperson Vicki Hyde said it would be a hard-hearted parent indeed who frowned upon the innocent joys of our children's cultural heritage. We save our bah humbugs for the things that exploit the vulnerable. It can also be advocated that although Santa Claus isn't real, the Christmas spirit is. And that's the spirit we're talking about that should exist all the time, not just at Christmas time through some fictional, fictional character that we've given a name to and it has been in existence since 1820. Uh, Dr. John Condry of Cornell University interviewed more than 500 children for a study of the issue uh, and found that not a single child was angry at his or her parents for telling them Santa Claus was real. According to Dr. Condry, the most common response uh, to finding out the truth was that they felt older and more mature that they knew something that the younger kids did not. So it's just an interesting piece of information there. Uh, I, I stay highlighting that Christmas spirit um, because it's what really makes a difference every day of the year. No matter when you share it, it will always make a difference for the positive. And people, some people like you say, don't do nothing no other time of year for anybody else but itself. That's not good. That's just not good. You should want and perpetuate that spirit all the time in order to be a true effect for, as they say. But see, uh, see, but the the thing about perpetuating the spirit is that that is something that, like like you always say, you know, we train the child in in, in which they should go and we teach them these things. So the children perpetuate the spirit as we get older because of what we were taught when when you were younger. But in my personal opinion, I don't think that, uh, let's see, when children start, you know, expecting Christmas gifts two and three, you know, up to about like five and six years old, they don't understand the um, 
some of the things in life that we get to learn dealing with your spirituality. And so for them, this time of year, in my opinion, for them, this time of year is, is magical. And, and, and I think that one of the issues with our children is that they grew up, they're growing up too fast now. So that the kids are not, um, they, they having conversations with their parents like they parents. You know, they're, yeah. you know, you walk in the room, you're like, oh, that's a child. You know, because they they growing up so fast, so they're not doing those children things that they used to do. And we're talking about a childhood fantasy, just like Mickey Mouse. I mean, you go to Disney, you think Mickey was real? He's make believe. Mickey. You know, hey. Mickey Mouse, uh, Mickey on property. Mickey you know, <laughs> so Mickey you got Mickey, you got Daffy Duck, you got the super friend. You know, the the heroes. Mickey uh, is real. What are you talking about? Mickey <laughs> is real. Don't hurt me like that. Mickey, Mickey is Mickey real. Is, hey. Mickey is paid. You hear me? He owns Disney and and lots uh, and lots of um, parts of Orlando as well. But you know, my thing is, it's a magical tale for kids, just like Peter Pan, Snow White, Mickey Mouse, Easter Bunny. You know, it makes believe. It's magical, and and I think it's an exercise designed to get small children to believe to learn, and to dream. I think our children are missing that. You know, we hit them so hard with the rare facts, I, I ain't got it. Well, I don't have it, you know, and, and, and I know for growing up for me, you know, my mom wasn't rich, you know, she made do with what she had, but it, it was magical for us, and, mm-hmm. and, and it was about the, just that one little thing. Just that one little thing, and, 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 it, and it made kids inspiring hope. And these kids, grow up, they don't care about nothing. They know they ain't going to get nothing. You know, and, and it, it, it sets a, I don't know, it just sets a different tone in their heart to me. You know, they just, they just coreless, you know, it's just like, whatever, and, uh, you know. But can you teach that, can you teach that uh, without Christmas and without Santa Claus, the belief in Santa Claus, can you teach that, that belief? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you, you probably can, just like you can do, you more. can teach a lot of, you can teach a lot of values without being a Christian, too. But the point is, you know, if it works. If it works, you know, no, you don't have to. I think it's it's a personal opinion, and right. um, if it ain't broke, I, I, I don't see that it, 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 it's harmful. Right, it's harmful. right. Well, we want to remind our callers that if you have a point of view to express and you care to chime in on our discussion, and uh, we certainly value what you may have to say, uh, we need you to press one so we can get you in queue. And um, you can express what you have to say and uh, get in on this conversation this morning. We do have a caller. Uh, yes. This is, this is Michael from New Orleans. Let's get him in queue. Good morning, Michael. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy. The, uh, the first name is actually Taylor. My last name is Michael. Um, I'm sorry. It's fine. Um the uh, the idea of Christmas of, of Santa Claus is to instill, uh, uh, as you said, a, the sense of, of magic, the sense of wonder. Um, my problem with it is that it's not real. It is. It is. At its very basis, it is a lie. Um, and for me, the the problem with it is that there are so many things in this world which are wondrous, which are real, which are are in a sense almost magical. Um, uh, not even just in the basis of science, but in the basis of love, the love that that parents have for for their children, even the things that they're willing to do for them, uh, is is wondrous. 
I think the appreciation for gifts ought to be uh, given to the parents. I don't think that, um, you know, I would, I would much rather have known as a child that my mother loved me enough and, and was caring enough to remember what I wanted and tried her best to, to get me to get me that, you know, and, and took time away. She was a single parent at the time, took time away from both working and raising me to go find the gifts and to afford them. Um, to me, that is uh, much more wondrous and, uh, and, and more loving and, and more meaningful than, than any fantastic uh, idea about a man who can cross the world and, and one night could ever be. So, so that's Michael, my did you, did you grow up? Did you grow up believing in, in Santa or, or I did. not? You, I did. You did or you did not? I did. You did, and and so you just said that your comment. You just said that you wish that you. Yeah, you, I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm trying to twist it here because I want to comment. I want to focus on. I want a, a sentence that you commented by saying that your mom. You wish that you had. You wish you would appreciate knowing that she did it as opposed to some white man traveling the world. So you're saying you you would appreciate it then, or you would appreciate it now, knowing that. Both. I mean, honestly, to think to think that some stranger is giving you is giving you gifts because you're good is all it's all fine. It's great. Uh, but but did you appreciate that, it then? Were you excited to get the gift then? Was I excited? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, what kid isn't? What kid isn't excited? So the, uh, but so I also the, so the remember. Point, so, so, so the point is, old, right? at, at five, you don't care who bought the gift. You you glad to get it. So kids who wishing for a bike at five, they don't care who bought the bike. You know, the the fact that they wake up and the bike is there. I've been thinking about this bike. I drew the bike. I want this bike. So the fact that the bike is there at three, four, and five, and you you want what you want. Now, no, as we get older, yeah, we think, oh my. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I disagree with that completely. Uh, I do not think that people don't care as children. And like I said, I'm only 20. I do remember what it was like to be at that age. Uh, I became Buddhist of my own accord at third grade. We are much more aware at the age of eight, at the age of five, uh, than we try to remember in, in regards to our own children and for those we know. At, at a, as a child, I would have been ten times happier to know that my mother had gotten me this, that my mother had had done this than some stranger. You can't afford love for a stranger like you can for your own parent. Had I known then as a child that it was her, then I would have gotten up and I would have hugged her tightly and, and thanked her and been grateful for what she had done. And I would have enacted that greatness and that, and that appreciation throughout the day, throughout, throughout all of my time with her. Uh, I think that I could, uh, appreciating someone more caused you to be nice to that person. Not that I was mean to my mother, but it just would have been another thing to remember, you know, you know, your mom cares about you. She really does love you. Not that materialism is, is the basis of love, but it, it, it definitely is a gesture worth noting. So, yes, it does matter who got the gift. Okay. Okay. Excellent. We, we, we appreciate your comment, and we thank you for listening uh, to the show. We hope that um, the comments and views will inspire other people to make choices in their life that are healthy and suitable for them. So thank you again. And it's Kayla, is that right? Taylor, as in, as in, <laughs> um, I can't remember her name, but Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. Oh, okay. oh, like Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you okay. go. Appreciate your comments. No problem, thank you. All right, keep listening. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.